You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. You know what, Kevin? I've got nothing witty to say today to uh, bring the the, the uh, listening public into the show. So how about we just get into it straight away? Geekiest Show 119. My name's Mark Greentree, joined as always by Kevin Order. How are you going, Kevin? Well, better than I was a few minutes ago because now I'm not burping. <laughs> yes, thank God. Oh, jeez, I, I, I tell you, I could smell that beer coming across the interwebs like nothing else. You know, the, the listeners are going to get a bad impression because it's about every other week now I seem to sit down and drink a beer. But what? I do want the listeners to know it's more about having to deal with Mark is why I have to drink the beer than anything else. Yeah, if it that, was, if we were, if we that, weren't recording, I wouldn't need to drink the beer. Yeah, that, that that's why he's got a rifle strapped to his chest as well to to scare <laughs> and intimidate me. It, plus, you know, he wants to be a tough man, tough Kevin. Hey, speaking of tough, you checked out the Avengers movie this last week. Now we've got to be clear on which movie this is. Is this the Avengers superheroes, the Hulk, Thor? You know, lots of fun, or is this the the Avengers from '97 with? The lovely, sexy Uma Thurman in, which I actually didn't like that movie, but hey, Uma Thurman was in. What was I going to do? Of course I'm going to watch it. Uma, Jerry, Uma. You probably don't remember that reference. Nah, a bit before my time, I think, Kevin. No, Seinfeld. One time, Klinger met met Uma Thurman. He said, it's Uma, Jerry, it's Uma. But anyway, we we digress. (laughs) We do all the time. And speaking of Seinfeld, you know what? I've got a love-hate relationship with Seinfeld. When Seinfeld was on, I was more in the camp of Everybody Loves Raymond, more than I was in the Seinfeld camp. I don't know. I just... Jerry Seinfeld is a great comedian, but I'm not... I wasn't attached to that show, but Everybody Loves Raymond, I was really attached to. I don't know why I never really got into Seinfeld. Maybe I should do what I always do, which is re-watch stuff 15 years later and go, wow, that was actually pretty good. What the hell was I thinking? Yeah, no. You you should, because I didn't appreciate uh, either show when it was on originally. Yeah, but Kevin... But now I like both. there's, There's one thing. I'm never going to appreciate Honey Boo Boo. It's not going to uh, happen, my friend. Never. You, you know what? There's not enough money in the world to make me appreciate that show. But you have to because Honey Honey Boo Boo has her own book out now. Oh, How to Honey Boo Boo yourself and redneck your inner self or something like that. I can't remember the name how it works out. My God. You know, I, I, know, I know some <laughs> wonderful writers in this world. And, and I'm going to say myself included. Who are trying to go get book deals. And this stupid bloody honey boo boo crap has got a bloody book deal. What the fuck is wrong with society? I mean, seriously, you honey boo boo lovers out there, go shoot yourself right now. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Oh my. Do you know how hard it is to get a book deal? It's almost, it's near impossible. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a great writer or author or anything like that, but, you know, I, I, I'm adequate with what I do. Um, but it, it's really hard. People struggle. I mean, there, there's great authors out there, great books out there. Then they don't sell. They don't get a lot of money. And I can just see Honey Boo Boo making a ton of money, you know, and pissing it against a damn wall, a redneck wall, mind you. It, well, you know, it's funny. Yeah, because I saw there was an interview with the the mother figure on there, Mama June, as they call her. I can't remember her last name. And uh, she said uh, that, that Honey Boo Boo was going to was drop ma- out ma- of the... Mama June Boo Boo. <laughs> But that she was, Honey Boo Boo was going to stop uh, doing the uh, beauty pageants because she had too many other projects going on. And this is an eight or nine year old kid who has too many other projects going. 
I, you know, it's. I, I will say it again. I don't kill myself to watch the show, but if it's on like on Wednesday nights when there isn't much else on, at least in the part of the world I live in, Kevin, that's what you call DVD night. I can't believe you still even watch commercial TV and just put up with with whatever's on. It's like I don't do that at all. Seriously, my watching it, every single night I've got it planned. I'm a bit like Sheldon, where every night I have something different planned, and if it gets screwed up, oh my god, it's just. It's not good. Uh, but, you know, I, I've got DVDs out the wazoo. I've got so many Star Treks. You can rewatch Star Trek. If in doubt, put Star Trek on, man. Well, it's not that I don't do that, but it'll be like, I don't feel like, I don't, I just, you know, it's just mindless. That's when you watch the Big Ben Theory. Oh, we watch that too. Sometimes we'll have it and Honey Boo Boo oh, going at the same time. Oh, Kevin, you just. That's like minus five geek points right there. Right No, there. Sheldon Sheldon likes Honey Boo Boo. How do you figure that? I don't know. <laughs> See? See? You can't just make this stuff up as you go along. Yes, I can. No, you Watch can't. me. Well, no, you yeah, can't, can. but no one's going to believe you, especially me. Look, look, 99% of all facts are made up, according to a recent survey. Okay. And according to another survey, 99% of all surveys are made up. Okay. It's a joke, dude. You're I know. I, I, I got it. I, I, I kind of got the joke, but there was no punchline. You see, there was no... <laughs> There's the punchline for you. <laughs> yes, listeners, Kevin just punched me through his camera. You know what? I actually, but, but, I actually wish he did it hard because then he would have knocked his iMac over and I could have laughed at him. Yeah, then I would also knock your new MacBook Air over, and then I would have laughed. Oh, you can't knock my baby over, my little MacBook Air that's beautiful, that gives me a whole day's worth of usage. You know what, Kevin? I uh, We will get back to the Avengers sooner or later. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we are the most un... More like later. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it way later, way later. You know, I, I actually haven't missed out using my iPad Mini since I got rid of it. I, I just haven't... I, I thought I would miss it for some things, but I honestly haven't missed it for, for anything. Um, you know, I'm reading books on my iPhone. I actually like reading the e-books uh, via, you know, the iBooks app on my iPhone. Um, it, it really just, it, it's enjoyable for me. I just, you know, hold it there in one hand and, and away you go. I can, you know, hold the wild turkey in the other hand and, and you know, have, have a <laughs> yeah. good time. Uh, but, you know, the, the really good thing is that now I'm, I don't have too many devices, I think, is, is really the key. Um, I, I think in every tech person's life, you can have too much of a good thing, and you can have too many devices. And culling down to just having the MacBook Air and the iPhone has really done me a world of good because I, I really use both of those devices extensively, whereas if I had an iPad... I wouldn't use it as extensively if you sort of get my drift. I, you know, now I take the MacBook Air, I sit on the lounge and I do a bit of work and I'll, I'll even watch something on the MacBook Air. You know, I'll sit there and, and have it on the, the stable table, which is the, the big gut, 
you know, the, the oh, that's what I was going to suggest. The, the investment. Um, well, you know, then you don't need to buy one of those silly stable table things to sit on your knee. Plus, they don't fit on your knee because your gut. Is, yeah. Anyway, that that's given a mental image too much that people don't need. That, that, that's only a problem that people uh, of your and my stature have. But see, it's affluence, isn't it? I mean, we're, you know, we're bigger guys and we're affluent. We flow. I don't know about being affluent. The shit <laughs> well, flows out of us. <laughs> you know what? Everyone's now for let's get fit. Let's get fit. And look, I've I got to be quite honest. I need to, to get a little bit more fit because I've started to have, you know, a little bit of problems again with my ankle. You know, I lost quite a bit of weight over the summer. Over the summer out here, I lost about 10 to 15 kilos and I put most of it back on. Because in the winter, you're cold and you don't want to go out as much. So you don't move around as much. Um, and, you know, so I've got the winter aches and pains back again, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, years ago, and I'm, when I'm talking years ago, I'm talking, let's go back a couple of hundred years, it was actually preferred to have a bit of weight on and to be a larger person. You were classed higher. Now you're, you're almost denigrated uh, because yeah. society and media says, oh, you shouldn't be that size and you should be thin. You know, I, I just live by the philosophy of... If you're happy with yourself, it doesn't matter what size you are. If you're comfortable within your own skin, that's great. You know, if something happens like me with the ankle plane up, then I know, hey, you know what? i got to drop a few kilos so that that doesn't happen anymore and that doesn't become worse. Uh, but, you know, if you're happy with who you are, why why should we feel bad about it? That's that's really the, uh, the issue that I have with it. I, I don't like the way the media promotes it and and you know you see it I, I came across an article the other day online uh, you know where it was about photoshop and how superstars are photoshopped to the extreme and it was shown i saw that one yeah i can't remember who it was shown was it andy mcdowell or or someone like that anyway it was showing a few different ones that you know that they're completely photoshopped and then you look at them in real life and you go ah jesus christ what the hell and it, you know, everyone ages. It doesn't matter how, you know, wealthy you are, how famous you are, or how many operations you have. You're either going to look like Michael Jackson did, or or you're going yeah. to age. Um, you know, there's only so much, you know, morphine that you can actually do to your body uh, to get it perfect. And some people live in vain, but, you know, I'm happy with my grey hairs and... You know, I, I'm not like Gretel where I need to go and spend $150 to go and have them, you know, flushed out, you know. <laughs> your, hair, your hair is getting flushed out without doing that. Yeah, I, I know. I've actually, I'm, I'm, I'm almost having the crusty the clown thin. See, Kevin, can you see my, my, uh, my landing strip down the middle of my yes. head there? Yeah. Yep. So I, I need to shave it again. The problem is I don't want to shave it at this time in the year because it's still winter. It's still a little bit cold at night. And every time I shave it this time of the year, I get a cold. And then when I get a cold, Mike has to fill in and put up with you. So I don't, I don't want to have to traumatize Mike. You see, I'm, I, I'm, I'm keeping my hair looking uncontrolled and like Krusty the Clown to prevent Mike from having to put up with you. Well, that's damn nice of you. I know I it know. is. How, I, I, aren't I a good friend? No. How the hell do? You, <laughs> how the hell does shaving off hair? give you a cold i don't understand well, it, that it, 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 it's, it's like a little blanket on the head oh shit people what is he i can't believe 
Seriously. Look, I keep my look. Look how long my hair is. You can I, see. Okay, Kevin. Here's, here's the problem. You keep your hair the same length all year round, whereas I get lazy and you know sometimes I'll I'll shave my head every three weeks, for instance, or sometimes it'll you know I'll just I won't bother and it'll get a bit long and then oh I need to do it and then oh oh it's winter time, and then when you shave it in winter, then you get the head cold associated with it. It's happened the last two years in a row, and I'm not going to risk it again. So now I, I go everywhere with my hat on, you see. So I put my hat on to contain and, and, and keep in my hair. And that's actually a cool hat. That's a hat I got in, in Queensland when we were on holidays for the, tr- the Rowan Museum, the workshops. And oh, uh, cool. it's got a nice steamer on it. Beautiful oh, hat. Oh, that's a cool logo. You got to take a picture and put it in the show notes for the people. They'd like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do that. Because, you know, that, that if you ever get out to Australia and, and anyone in Australia, if you're, you're ever in Queensland, go and check out the Rail Museum. Great day out and uh, just absolutely wonderful. Kevin, why are you trying to compete with me? Kevin's just gone and thrown his Apple hat on. Oh, my God. Dorothy, why did you have to send him that hat? <laughs> that wasn't Dorothy. That was, was Jenna. Oh, it was Jenna. It was Sorry. Jenna. Apologies. Jenna, why did you have to send him that hat? And there's the Podfeet hat. You know, you yeah. got Al- you got Alison walking on your head there, Kevin. Oh my god. There, this, is show and, this is show and tell. What is, okay, Kevin, what is it with us and these baseball style caps? I mean, I, I've often wondered if, if I could, you know, look the part and, and wear one of the old Western style wide brim hats, whether I'd look cool and mean <laughs> and macho and you know. No. <laughs> Thanks, I can answer mate. That. I can I can you you don't have you can't pull it off now. I do I still I have to tell you something. You talked about the old west. We cleaned out the garage last weekend, and I found my cowboy boots that I have that still fit. And I I but I don't know what I did with my hat because I used to have a hat that that kind of went along with them. But I don't know what I did with my hat. If I can find it, I'm going to send it to you. Oh, I'm going to... I, why did I get a picture of you in the bedroom with cowboy boots on and I had nothing else? Because <laughs> you're a sick bastard, that's why. That even yes, makes I me want to vomit. <laughs> well, I just started thinking, I wonder if they're those boots that make the kind of jingly sound as you walk. Um, and, and I was, I was start, I was, oh man, the image is coming to my head of you jingling and jangling. Oh my God. <laughs> I jingle and jangle, but it's because of my joints, not because of the boots I'm wearing. But, oh, uh, get out actually, of my head, out of my head. Nike Kevin, out well, of my here, head. Well, here's the better one for When I wear my boots because of the type of heel they have on them, I'm about an inch and a half taller. So I'm like six, almost six foot two with my boots on. Wow. You know what? I'd be minuscule by comparison. I don't, I don't know what height I am. Actually, I'm five foot something. I'm I'm pretty short. So, uh... Well, you know, the last time my mother said something to me about how tall I was, and I told her, she said, hmm, didn't know they stacked shit that high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> That's a good didn't one. know you could stack it that high, something like that. <laughs> you, you, you can feel the love in my family. Absolutely, you, you know you're uh, you're respected there, Kevin. I, I am well well respected. Yeah, right. Like that'll <laughs> happen. But um, but yeah, if I find my cowboy hat, I'm sending it to you. Uh, 
Fantastic. And, and then we can see whether or not I actually, you know, I, I looked the part. I mean, you know, I, I look, I, I watch things, as you know, uh, like um, Hell on Wheels and Deadwood. Absolutely love that kind of thing. I, I love the Old West. Uh, both, you know, the Australian Old West. And not that we really have an Old West out here, though. We we uh, we just have the origins of our country. Um you know, we don't have cowboys. Well, well, you know. So you guys have cowboys and Indians. We didn't really have cowboys. We just had bank robbers that, you know, were on horseback and wore the trench coat and wore the wide brim hat. Uh, and, you know, I just, I love the idea of the wide brim hat. I just don't know if I'd look like a, a douchebag or not. Because you don't see a lot of people wearing hats anymore. I don't, I don't know what it is, whether it's something different. But, you know, you'll see a lot of kids wearing hats. But, you know, as I'm walking around uh you know doing my walk back and forth to the school and i come across other people that are walking in the day i'm kind of the only one that wears a hat you know i went up to a a, uh an open day at the school the other day and i was wearing my hat and you know because i didn't want the hair to go and kind of pop out uh but no one else was wearing a hat none of the other parents and it's like why don't people wear hats anymore it's it's kind of strange. It's, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of use, I, I even do it when I, when I pass someone, I even, you know, morning, you know, do the sort of tip of the hat type thing. Yeah. And, you know, it, we, it's funny. I wear a hat in the winter, um, because I keep my hair short, just so the listeners understand. I know it's time to cut my hair if I walk outside and the breeze moves it. Oh, that's how I know nice. it's time to cut my hair. Cause I don't like to have to fool with it. I like to get up, run a towel across it and, See, that, that's the same with me. Now I've actually got to comb it into place and, and I've got a pretty boy part. You know you know how you do the pretty boy part, how part of your head is sort of like a, a groove in it and then you, you sort of brush it to one side and then, then you brush it to the other side and you've got that pretty boy part? It doesn't work for you. The, uh... <laughs> so I'm not a tough man. I'm not a pretty boy either. What the hell am I, Kevin? A damn good friend. Boy, that was quick and that was honest. I like that. Thank you, Kevin. Um, I, I now feel the, the, I now feel bad for uh, being so mean to you this week and every other you'll week. Get, you'll, you'll get over that really quickly. Good, um, good, good. <laughs> Say something to make make me put my angry eyes back on. Yeah, folks, his angry eyes. It's kind of like the the chipmunks on the Disney show getting angry. Anyway, but um, the hat I wear during the see now he feels better already. But yes, I, I do, actually. Payback's coming. I wear uh, uh, what my wife calls an old man hat. You know, it's the kind that has the... It's not a wide brim, but it's the kind that has a little pinch point in front. I can't think of the name of oh, it. Not, yes. a, not a fedora, but um, like Indiana Jones, but... Um, oh, crap. I can't, but anyway, I always, when I walk into work, I tip my hat. I take it off yeah. almost completely into the ladies as I walk by them. Mm-hmm. And tip my hat to the ladies as I do. It's just a habit, and I wear that hat all the time. And uh, I love that hat. If I've thought a couple times about buying a straw version of it so I could wear it during the summer when it's so hot. See, the only problem I'd worry about a straw version is that it'd stub your head with all the ends of the straw bits. No, it's smoothed out inside, you goofball. Have you, you ever sure? had a straw hat on? I've seen them, but I've never put one on my head. It's been like, no, nah, I don't want to get my hair all tangled up and pulled and. Ah! No, that's only the cheap ass straw hats. You oh. buy a good, get a good one, and they're nice and smooth inside. They're actually kind of. Um, I had a good. Uh, I had another. That was another cowboy style hat. I had was a uh, a western hat that was a cowboy uh, style, and it was very smooth on the inside. You know, 
almost like running your hand across glass. It was that smooth on the inside. Nice. But see, glass can catch it, so, you know, straw can catch it too. And then and then we'd have a bleeder! God help me. Please, Lord, rescue me from this. <laughs> and do you remember that movie, There's Something About Mary? The Frank yes. and the Beans? God, i got to see that movie again. I haven't seen it for a good ten years or longer. and It's just funny. It's just, you know, we have a bleeder! How'd you get the beans over top of the Frank? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a, that, that is a funny movie. I do. That was on up here on one of the movie channels that I get that I never watch. I was flipping through and I saw it on. I watched like 10 or 15 minutes and it was getting to the point where he's getting ready to go out on the date with her. And his friend says, you know, don't go around with that loaded weapon. And, and, yep. it, yeah, well, and then, then he shoots part, himself, doesn't he? Shoots himself in the foot. Well, no, then remember Mary ends up taking it and putting it in her hair because she thinks it's moose. Oh, that's, no, it's not a gun scene. It's the other scene. That's right. Yeah, don't go, don't go out with the light. Of, you know what? It's been so long. That's right. And then her hair sticks up all night. <laughs> yeah, well, it came up to that. It was coming up to that part, and then the kids walked in the room and said, oh, daddy's going to change the channel real quick. <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those movies that I, I'm almost scared to watch again, Kevin, because... I loved it so much when it was first released, and I had it on DVD a number of years ago. I've since sold the DVD uh, when I need some cash and, and so forth, and that was you know a number of years ago. It wasn't any time recently. So I haven't seen it forever. And I'm almost scared to go back and see it again just in case I don't like it as much. It's the same with Adam Sandler's The Waterboy. That was another great comedy movie that I used to really love as well. Um, actually, any Adam Sandler movie I, I really enjoy. It's just buff-headedness to the extreme, and I, and I like that. I've, I find a lot of comedy movies now, though, I'm not liking. Um, you know, there's one actor, and, and uh, he was in Step Brothers, and he was in Telegator Nights, uh, or whatever it's called. And um, you know what? I, I don't actually like his style of comedy acting. Um, I forget his name. He, it was also in uh, A Night at the Roxbury, which he did really well in that film. Um, Kevin, you, you're talking with mute on. He, he he came off Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, uh, Will Will Ferrell. That's Is yeah. That I, Will Ferrell. I I just don't like his style of comedy. Unfortunately, it's it's not that I don't want to like him. I just I don't like his style. So I actually haven't seen a good comedy film for a number of years because. Comedy changes, and not yes. necessarily badly, but if you look at the, the different eras in comedy, it changes. You know, what a generation before mine now thinks is funny, I look at it and I go, really? That's, why is that funny? I, I just don't get it. Okay, um, wait a minute. I'm the generation, or generation and a half before you. What are you talking about? Like, sorry, did, did not... I say before? I sorry, I, I meant um, after me. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. That was, that was confusing. My apologies. Uh, yeah. So you know, say the eighteen to twenty-five year olds now. Um, that's the sort of demographic that I'm talking about. That I look at what they watch and I go, really? That that just doesn't make sense to me. And then they don't like my stuff that I that I like and think is funny. So comedy's an interesting thing, how it changes with the ages, it changes with time. Um, and I don't know why that is. It's almost like it's unique. It's got its own life. 
Um, it, it's almost like it's just for a short period of time and you've got to savour it for that period of time and then move on. There, there's no way that you could watch, for instance, Everybody Loves Raymond for 20 years. I mean, let's let's look at The Simpsons, a good example. Simpsons up to, episode, uh, up to season 8 through to 10, pretty good. 10 onwards, questionable. Their comedy was just not quite hitting the mark for me, and I, I stopped watching the show. Not every episode was a killer episode. There's only so many storylines when Bart Simpson is eight years old that you can possibly throw into a show before it becomes ludicrous. Yeah. And The Simpsons Simpsons did the movie. The Simpsons movie is great. And it epitomizes everything good about The Simpsons. But they shouldn't be doing the TV show anymore. It's it's had its time. It's like Seinfeld. Everybody loves Raymond. The Cosby Show. Some mothers do have them. All of those kinds of shows... They, they run their course, and they're great for what they are, but they, they just can't continue. Well, you know, th- that's true for the most part, but I do know a few other long-running comedies like um, Last of the Summer Wine. I don't know if you're familiar Never with that Never heard one. of that one, no. It's a British sitcom, um, and it, it went on. It may still be in production, and it managed to stay really good for probably, and still not bad, um, at like some comedy shows, they do turn bad. Mm-hmm. Roseanne's a good one. They got really stupid yep. after the kids got a little older, and and she got to be all serious and f- tried to you know address the issues of the day and mm-hmm. all. No, I just want to hear about Becky farting or something like that, you know? <laughs> or or DJ taking the heads off the dolls. You know, stupid stuff like that. But um, last the summer wine, I think it's been going twenty two or twenty three years, and I believe. At least up until the last few years, I thought all of them were really good. And mm-hmm. I actually don't think it hit its stride, in personal opinion, and I don't mean to offend anybody, until about year five or six. And then it really got good. And it stayed good up until it's not bad now. It's peaked a little bit. But it's got Peter Salaeus, the guy that does the voice of Wallace on the Wallace and Gromit. Okay, and, yes. uh, and it's had other people like uh, Frank Thornton. Oh, God, now I can't think of the other stars it's had on it over the years. Now, now let me ask you, because British situation comedy is often surrounded by very short seasons. They're, you know, six to ten episodes for a season. Is this show that you're referring to one of those, or is it in the American style where they pump out 24 episodes for the whole season? I I don't know. I can't tell you how many episodes they do per season. Um, I'd have to look it up to see. But, I mean, they've been through several actors, several of the main characters. And, as a matter of fact, one of the main characters died in real life. Hmm. And they killed him off on the show, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I can't remember his name to save me. That's And somebody's sitting there screaming at them. One of our British listeners uh, sitting there screaming at the you know at their iPod or whatever it is saying it's uh, but anyway I apologize but it's a really good show now but again back to the topic yeah most of them do run the course that's my fear with the Big Bang Theory they're gonna hit that yes. tipping point I think in probably about another year or two you know what I and, I felt that they did a little bit in season six and I only just recently purchased season six uh, it's on iTunes at the moment but it's not on DVD yet so I actually paid more I paid like. to get it but you know i love the show so much that i wanted it 
But remember, you'll remember back to when season six was first airing, and I saw the the one where Sheldon was down on his knees competing with Penny in the pie-eating competition. Head straight into the pie, and I just didn't feel that was Sheldon. I just didn't feel it was believable. And you are right. It, does, it, it will run its course eventually, and I don't want them to exceed the funniness. Let's look at Two and a Half Men. That thing ran the course when Charlie Sheen went off the the rocks, right? That thing should have been destroyed then. Now what they've done to it to try and keep the show going because the ratings are there, it's it's no longer any good in my opinion. Yeah, now see, I don't mind it. I didn't think I'd like it at all with Ashton Kutcher because I'm totally not an Ashton Kutcher fan at mm-hmm. all. But I actually don't mind it. Do I go out of my way to watch it? No. But if I happen to be watching television that night and it comes on, you'll, you'll watch, I watch it. it. Sure. Now, let, let's look at it this way. Why couldn't a comedy, like why couldn't the Big Bang Theory, why couldn't Two and a Half Men do a Star Trek and have another branch pop out from it? Another, a, a brand new reboot, if you will, of new characters... Or, or do you think yeah. it destroys the original too much? And and that's interesting because Star Trek, I think, has it's enhanced every single version that they've put out. Even Enterprise, and I know some people hate Enterprise, but I love it. I feel it only enhances the original series. But in the prequel, I think it's a great transition to watch and 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 see, and then watch them in sequence too. Um, I think it's fair to say that all Star Trekians would would actually agree that having that diversity is a great thing. So I kind of look at it and I think, well, why couldn't we have that, you know, in other media? And I know that they tried to do a, a reboot with Are You Being... Yeah, Are You Being Served? Are You Being Served? But that worked, that in was my a, opinion. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it may not have got the, the ratings and they only continued it for, I think, the, the one season. There were, like... 12 or 13, 13 shows episodes, made. yeah. But regardless, it was absolutely brilliant. The reboot was just funny. It was still unique. And it had a couple of the original characters, but in a different situation. And as you've seen, the, the Big Bang with the characters forming these relationships and going to get married, there's going to be a time when Leonard and Sheldon, the two key characters, are not going to be living in the same house together. They can't be. Because... Leonard keeps proposing to Penny. She keeps knocking him down. But one day she'll say yes. And when she says yes, he'll have to move across the hall. And then Sheldon will have to be forced to have Amy in and and live with him, even though he's trying to avoid that at all cost. (laughs) So the the whole dynamic is going to change. It was interesting in season six where they they brought in... What's the guy's name from the comic book store? Um, Oh, uh, Stuart, the character thing. I don't... So, yeah, so they brought him in when Wallowitz was in space to be that buddy friends, you know, with Raj. Uh, And that that was interesting. It was sort of, okay, let's bring more characters in. And you saw that they did that with, you know, bringing the other female characters in, Bernadette and... and, um, Help me out, Kevin. I can't can't think on my feet. Amy Amy, Amy Fowler. (laughs) That's right, bringing Amy and Bernadette in, you know... Bringing them in has allowed them to expand the storylines and allowed them to go in new directions, which they just couldn't do with the original four. 
no, no matter how hard you try, there's only so many times you can play Dungeons and Dragons, only so many times you can sit in front of the Xbox, and only so many times that you can, you know, go to a high IQ sperm bank. <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, have you ever seen the unreleased original pilot of the Big Bang Theory? That is the most... Yeah. I, I watched it on YouTube the other day, and I think I tweeted it out. Thank God they rewrote that. That, that You know what? That is... I, I want to say that's a, a notice for writers of, of anything. Always rewrite your work. Always give it to someone else to read because it was crap. And thank God they never went down that, that path. Thank God they rewrote it. It's now a classic show. With that, I don't think it would have, would have got past the pilot, to be quite honest, if they didn't change it dramatically. It was so bad. It was just... It was shockingly yeah. bad. But, you know, I sometimes spinoffs work, sometimes they don't. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll use a classic that I've heard many people talk about. The old show from the 70s, The ha- Happy Days. You know, uh, you know one, what I'm two, talking about? Happy Days. Uh, yeah, I, I, two o'clock, three o'clock rock. Four, five, six, I, seven o'clock, eight o'clock rock. I, 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 no. I, lo- I love Happy Days because I always wanted to be the Fonz, you see. Oh, dear God in heaven, help us. Anyway. And they, anyway, <laughs> I, I was always more Richie because I had the sort of red-colored hair, you know? No, you're more of a potsy. The, oh. <laughs> you know what? i got to give you that one, Kevin. You thought about that one quickly, and you dished it out. And I, good call. Very good call. Golf clap. You, you're actually a, t- a cross between potsy and, what was the other one? Ralph. Oh, thanks. Ralph. So, so, so I'm a goofball. You're cross. You're cross. Wonderful. So I, 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 I'm, I'm not the star of the show. I'm just an extra. Hey, it's like this. I, I'm, I'm probably Mr. Cunningham, so what the hell are you complaining about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you old fart. <laughs> That's right. No, um, but uh, th- that show's a classic. You had uh, Mork and Mindy that spun off. That did pretty mm-hmm. good. You had Laverne and Shirley that spun off of that show. Not a bad show either. Then you had Joni Loves Chachi. Mm-hmm. It sucked. <laughs> I can't recall it, but I remember it, if that makes sense. I saw one episode and went, oh, God, this is awful. <laughs> yeah, look, you know, it, it doesn't work all the time. It's not a perfect formula. It, it never will be. Um... But I, I just like to see it sometimes happen. But I think something like the Big Bang Theory, no, it should just stay the Big Bang Theory and then yeah. end. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not a writer. I don't pretend to be. I don't play one in real life. But I don't think – I can't see a story arc that would work. Maybe somebody else can come up with one. You know, uh, Leonard and, and Penny get married. and They disappear out of the show, actually, with what I would see happen. And Sheldon really, they and- need to get Penny out of the show. I've been saying that since season six started, and it's not that I dislike Penny, but there's only so many times you can play that dumb blonde joke. Well, I wouldn't disagree that maybe that character has run its course. Um, I think Sheldon and Amy—that's a great thing to explore. That is, that would be good. And I, I'm, I'm not real wild about Raj. I mean, he's kind of creepy in a weird sort of way. So, but and I also <laughs> like Howard and Bernadette. They crack me up. They, they do. They're, they're very good. So I mean, you got a couple of di- really dynamic couples 
uh, going on there. The Raj character is interesting. That there's only so long that you know before he has to get a lobotomy that he can you know drink himself into a stupor in order to talk to women. Um, I think that's been played out as well as much as it as it possibly can. So, but you are you are right. You know the the Shield and Amy character is absolutely superb. But it's really they could almost do a show just themselves. Um, yeah, they could probably get a season or two out of just them. Yeah, just and, and occasionally have other people come in and and so forth because there's so much of a dynamic there. There's there's the man who's the boy, you know, the boy in, in the man's body, and then there's the woman who wants the relationship so badly, but the the, the boy in the man's body's going, no, I still want to have fun with my friends, and and we're all a bit that too, you know. It's. Well, you know, one of the funniest episodes, I think, from, I think it was a season six episode, mm, can't speak, was the uh, one where Amy got sick and she convinced Sheldon to take care of her. <laughs> and, yeah. I, yeah, and then she was sick for like three or four days longer because he was rubbing the, the, the vapor rub the, on her chest. And, chest and, 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 and then he gave her a bath. Yep. Yeah, he gave her a bath. <laughs> and then, she, then he had to punish her by spanking her. Oh, that said, was funny. Oh, I've been very bad. Very, very bad. That was hilarious. I, I just rolled. That, that's why I think, yeah, they could do a couple seasons. I think there's enough story there that they could do a couple seasons anyway with just them. And I think Howard and Bernadette, you know. Likewise, yeah. Work out well. And, and then you could bring Raj and Leonard and Penny in. Occasionally. Peripherally. See, see, the problem that I've got, like, Leonard, for a number of years, I... It's not that I, I dislike Johnny uh, Galecki as a as a as an actor. He's a very good actor. There's no arguments there, but the character he portrays, I just sometimes I'm like, oh, please get out of the scene. You know, um, the, the, there's been different scenes over the years that I, I just haven't liked and haven't appreciated the Leonard character being a part of, and I, I think his character, along with Penny's, has run its course. There's only so many times that. You know, they can be on again, off again, on again, off again, and, you know, have all that dynamic. You know what I like, though, is I liked it when Leonard's mom came, and Penny and her went out and got drunk. And she said, oh, that I had a drink. And the, I had a warm feeling come over me. And Penny says, as long as you don't have a warm feeling going down, down your, your leg. leg. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so. that... Yeah, there is... Yeah, it, I, I just don't want it to, to ruin... Uh, after a number of years, you know, we're up to coming into season seven. I think they're they've they've got all of season seven to go before the renewal kicks in. Whether or not the studio will renew, I think it's the final year that they're up to now in their contracts. Uh, they got did they get four? They two season I, three, and then they got a big renewal. I thought it, yeah, it was a four year. So I'm pretty sure that season seven is the last one until we sort of find out what's what. But I'd like to see them really change the dynamic in the next season. In season seven, I'd like to see things move and radically change. Even if they take it out of the apartment that they're currently in, the the core of the show is in, Sheldon and and Leonard's apartment. Let's take it out of there and put it somewhere else. Let's just change it enough that, you know, that's still there to, to remind everyone that it's still this show. But let's do more in Bernadette and uh, and Howard's home. Let's do 
you know, more in different places other than just that apartment building, walking up the stairs, talking. It, it's a great dynamic, and, and it needs to be there, but it doesn't need to be there as much as it once was. I'd like to see them do also more outside of the, the university where they're in the lunchroom all the time, outside of the Cheesecake Factory all the time, that kind of thing. They really need to take the Penny character and give her a break and, and you know, give her a, a motion picture role or something to get her out of the Cheesecake Factory. They did that with Bernadette. She got a PhD, she moved on. I, I just, again, I, I can only reiterate that I dislike the the dumb blonde storyline continuing this long. It's, it's been six, seven years. She's been around Leonard and, and Sheldon for so long. Surely <laughs> some brilliance has, has rubbed off. Well, yeah, no, I don't, you know, it's, I'm kind of in the middle on the, on the, uh, dumb blonde because it's a little insulting, frankly, to some, to some women in some ways. In other ways, hmm. it's not. Then that's whole different story, whole different story there. But, um, yeah, I, I think the characters played out when they did the scenes in the Chinese restaurant, you know, there was a couple of season, a couple of shows where they did that, especially the one where. Leonard wasn't there, and they were trying to argue over he, he, something he's about have, the have the the fourth yeah. dumpling. Now, maybe I tell you, maybe I come over, maybe I drop one on the way. Nobody <laughs> knows, nobody gets hurt. You know, the, you know, the because that that old guy, I've seen him do a lot of stuff, and he's really yes. funny. Um, so you know, that's they could do stuff like that. They you know they can jump out when they had Waz on there, and when they had. Um, when they've had other guest stars, they had Stephen Hawking. They yep. had uh, who else have they had? They had Leonard Nimoy's voice. They didn't yep. have Leonard Levar Nimoy. Burden was on. Uh, yep. Uh, Will Wheaton. Um, well, Will Wheaton uh, is basically the the regular cameo uh, guy now. Um, and um, um, what's oh Data? Crap! I can't think of his name. His yes, real I, name. I, I I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, that's terrible! I can't think of his real see, name. See, uh, Kevin, we 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 should come more prepared, but but we can't do that because we don't know what we were going to talk about. See, fifty minutes ago, give or take a few minutes, we were actually going to talk about the Avengers movie, and you've seen it for the first time, and we've complete where where did we end up? I don't know where the hell we ended up, but God, this show I watched is good. the. the it was the current Avengers movie that I watched to answer the question you asked me before we went down the rat hole. Okay, it was so, the one from last year. So, so Superheroes. We'll, so we'll just say that we, we don't want the Big Bang to, to continue for 20 seasons. We want it to be memorable and good forever, so let's cut it in the next season or two or change it enough that... Not slit its throat, Kevin. That, that's messy. But, but let's, you know, just keep it nice, keep it memorable and don't ruin it. And if they do change it, that's fine, but let's keep it funny and fresh and, and happy. Now, on to the Avengers, Kevin. Yes, we watched... I got the Avengers off of Netflix. And uh, my youngest did not... My youngest daughter didn't want to watch it. But everybody else did. So she went off. We trundled off. And my son and I sat there on the edge of our seat watching this movie. Because he and I had watched Captain America together. Yep. And I loved that movie. I never let him watch Iron Man 1 or Iron Man 2 because I didn't quite think they were age-appropriate. Age appropriate, yep. Yeah. So uh, we watched um, uh, we watched uh, The Avengers. And my wife, who does not like superhero movies at all. She liked it? 
she liked it. Awesome. She liked the action. Because, and of course, the classic line I still like from the whole movie was uh, when uh, Loki, when they were talking about Loki, and somebody said something bad about Loki. You know who Loki is, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. They were saying something bad about Loki, and, and Thor said, Man, you, you shouldn't talk about it. He's my brother. Don't talk about my brother like that. They said, Well, he's killed 80 people in the last two days. <laughs> well, he was adopted after all. <laughs> It's like really, they just got to throw that one in there really fast, and I just, I you just there's the backstory. Yeah, it was it was just really, it, I really enjoyed that movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. We had, uh, and I you know I sat there. We got done. I went, wow, that was a good movie. It seemed like you ran a little longer, like maybe might have gone an hour and a half. And I looked at it. It's a two hour and twenty yeah. minute movie. Yeah, it's pretty long. It, it's a great movie. I, I absolutely love it. I think it's great. Um, you know, it, it really brought me back to a lot of the superheroes that I hadn't, you know, for a number of years been exposed to. You, throughout life, you always change your interests and so forth. And um, for a number of years, I kind of, I didn't walk away from superheroes, but I just didn't watch them as much as I, I did until that movie came out. When that movie came out, I was like, Okay, I am so back. It's not funny. And then I went out and and you know checked out Iron, the original Iron Man, Captain America, <laughs> Thor, the whole works, and and just really got back into it. Really dived in deep. So, it, it, but it is one of those movies. I'm glad that your wife liked it because it's one of those movies that even Gretel enjoys. It. I think the thing is that it's not superhero where they're bashing on their chest saying, "Hey, look at me, aren't I great?" and Yes, it's out of this world with what they can do, but it's also stylistically done. It's got a good story, and it's not completely out of the world either. Um, you know, oh, I don't care that Thor they, is, I, but you know, I like the like I said. I thoroughly, I loved Iron Man one, Iron Man two. Can't wait. To, I was going to try to go see Iron Man three at the drive-in, but I didn't. It didn't work out to go see it. So uh, I'll wait and catch it on DVD. But I just the, I love the Iron Man movies. I think they're awesome flicks. Yeah, uh, both at, at least the first two have been, and I'm thinking the third one's going to be the same way. But um, I wasn't sure, you know, how the family's going to take it. I looked at the rating on it before I before I put it in PG thirteen. I said, okay, mm-hmm. the kids can watch it, you know. And and like I said, my son and I were just sitting literally on the edge of our seats waiting you know watching this movie and we're we're fist bumping and looking at each other you know we're just high-fiving and doing this kind of stuff it was just that good that, we that just, that's a cool father-son moment right there yeah he and i we're looking at each other you know when they do something uh funny uh you know it was just really great and uh what was it the near the beginning where black widows being questioned like mm-hmm. she's being tortured and i'm that, sorry if i'm getting spoiler that, and then she then she says awesome and then she says hold on a minute i gotta take this well i'm working right now this guy's <laughs> about to spill the beat and then she just kicks ass i know it was the, the the one of the best intros to a movie ever yeah i mean that woman uh, what's i can't think of the actress's name uh johansson charlotte johansson scarlett johansson S- scarlett yeah sorry I, Trust me, we all know, we all dream. So, um, but yeah, that was, she was kicking some serious butt in that movie. And I, 
I just loved it. And then I love, uh, I like too at the end where the Hulk was, Loki came up and said something to the Hulk. He said, you know, I'm a god, you can't. And then he grabs him and just flips him back and forth like a, uh, a rag doll. And then he walks away and goes, puny god. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never really been a Hulk fan. And I think the, the reason why is the actors that have portrayed the Hulk haven't sold it for me in the past. Uh, even when Eric Banner did it, it just didn't quite sell it for me. Uh, yet the the actor this time around in the Avengers who who acted in that that role really did quite sell it for me. He made it believable. So yeah, I've never really been a big Hulk fan, but this has helped me like the Hulk a little bit more. I think. Well, you know what's funny to me is I see the Hulk now and the way it's portrayed, and I haven't seen the Hulk movie. I've seen a bit of it, not the mm-hmm. whole thing. Well, there's a couple of movies, too, that you've got to see. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, but- that, that's that's where one's not too good and one's okay, but that neither of them are great. But see, then I equate that back to the old television series from, was it the 70s? Yep. Or the early, early 80s? Early 80s, early 80s, I with think. Bill, with Bill Bixby. Mm-hmm. God rest his soul, playing... Uh, Dr. Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and the first thing my wife says when she saw the Hulk, you know, and he got tremendous in size. I mean, we were used to that one where he just got, you know, he was Lou Ferrigno. He turned into Lou Ferrigno. Yep. But, she, you know, in this one, it's the it's a CGI, and he's just huge. And she goes, wow, quite a bit of difference there between the two Hulk. <laughs> so, yeah, I, the budget wasn't quite there to have the CGI rendering of Bill Bixby, you know, back in the day so yeah it, it was it, we thoroughly enjoyed it matter of fact i've kept it i haven't sent it back yet i think we might watch it again this weekend yeah it's definitely worth watching a couple of times and you know what it's definitely worth a nine it, it is a must own film um and and you know a, a lot of if, if i look at some superhero movies i mean i got like spider-man i, I love the spider-man series I don't like the new Spider-Man that's that's been out though. It's, it reminds me too much of uh, oh, what was that teenage vampire thingy that they had a couple of years ago, Twilight. Buffy. Oh, no, Twilight. no, Buffy was okay. That was a um, that was actually not too bad. Buffy was reasonable, but Twilight and um, Twi- yeah, uh, it was it was just it was done differently, and I just I, it was like no, that just doesn't work for me. So. You know the uh, the original three Spider Man movies are, are pretty good. Batman, I love the Dark Knight series. I just can't watch it en- enough because the kids are too young, so I've got to watch it at certain times. But then when I go back, I, I, you know, the other day I watched uh, Batman Returns. Uh, that's the one with the penguin in it. And for a long time, I used to dislike that movie. I just didn't feel that it really. Did a, a really? Good, yeah, I really didn't like it. I loved the very first... Now, it's not the very first one. The 1989 movie. When I talk very first, the 1960s, I think it was, or 1950s uh, Batman movie, I adore. I think that's the epitome of Batman. Um, just, yeah, I've seen the television show, but not the, bat, not well, the movie. It, it wasn't... A, I don't think it was a cinematic movie. I think it was a movie made for television. Um, I'd have to look up and check that but it's based it's the exact same characters that did the television series oh adam west adam west just in a full movie and i i love the television series and i you know i I used to actually on on friday afternoons 
after school for a number of years, I would go across to a friend's house. He had a Commodore 64, and I didn't have a computer at that time. Um, my closest thing to a computer was a, a Game Boy. And as you know, with the, the Commodore 64, you'd connect it up to an ordinary CRT television. So whilst we were putting the tape in to load up the application, the game, you know how long they used to take to load up. We, we used to watch... Uh, you know, the Batman television series. And that's how I got to really enjoy it and, and love that television series. And then I got to see the movie uh, at some point in time. And I just loved that movie. It was a great storyline. It just, it did everything perfect. It ticked all the boxes. It was believable. And it still stands up to this day as being a great film. Yes, it, it's a, a, a classic, but it's not a classic where you go, Oh, that oh, jeez, why are they doing that? That's corny. That's cliche. You know, that it's not like that at all. So it's a really good flick. But getting back to Batman Returns, I just, I didn't like the Penguin. I, I guess I just didn't like the Penguin. I, I like Danny DeVito. He's a, a wonderful actor. Uh, it's a yeah. shame he's not acting in more films now. Uh, he's doing more of a producing, directing role. Um, but the films he, he's made have been very good over the years. I've heard he's actually going to do uh, another movie with Schwarzenegger, Twins 2 or something like that. Oh, Remember that? please don't. I, okay, Twins was funny and it was good. Even if it completely wasn't believable. But a Twins 2, it's like, come on, Arnie, go back and just become government governor of L.A. again, you know. The, 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 the California, the, the gubernator, yes. the gubernator. <laughs> but, you know, well, you know what else I heard they're getting ready to make? And I'm curious to see how this turns out, or they might be already in production. Jurassic Park 4. Uh, okay, here's a good topic. I love Jurassic Park 1. I liked Jurassic Park 2. And I really, really, really wanted to like Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic Park 3, for me, is the kind of movie that I can sit down and have my iPhone on, have my Mac on, and be tweeting while I'm watching it. Because it's so... It, it is. It's background noise, and it doesn't stand out. It's, it's not, wow... Look at this, this is incredible. The difference between the original Jurassic Park then The Lost World, that was unique because we got rid of most of the characters from the first except for, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, oh, uh, uh, Ian. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, who, I, I, you know, I, I find him an extremely good actor as well. I loved him in Independence Day. Um but what happened was it was so uniquely different that it was still believable and it got darker. So the original Jurassic Park was a very light, very open, very welcoming, friendly, family-friendly movie almost until everything went to hell. But in Jurassic Park The Lost World, everything went to hell from minute one. Whereas in Jurassic Park 3... You weren't really in hell, and you weren't really in a happy place. It was just there. I don't know what they could possibly do with Jurassic Park 4 that would be worth watching. Well, I'll put it to you this way. I liked one. Uh, the, one of the best soundtracks ever to a movie was the soundtrack for Jurassic, the original mm -hmm. Jurassic Park. Two was, yeah, it was okay. Three I liked. It wasn't great, but I liked three. Mm -hmm. Four, if I, if I, uh, 
understood what they're saying. They're bringing back all the characters from the first movie, with the exception of the old guy. Um, I can't think of his name. The actor that played him, he is actually you know that started Jurassic Park. Yeah. They're they're saying he's died, which in real life the man hasn't died, but sure. Um, uh, that's what they're because it showed a funeral scene and something like that, and it showed the little kids that were in the first movie. They were back, you know, as adults. See, and, I, I'm, and, I'm not too sure about how they could do that. I mean, look, movie makers have done that in the past. You know, Fast and the Furious is one where they had Vin Diesel, uh, Paul Wheeler, and they had them in the first film, and then it kind of went a little bit wonky for the next two films, and then they brought Vin Diesel back, and all of a sudden, wow, hey, we're here, bingo, let, let's rock and roll. Maybe they can do something that, that does that, but... Un- I I really feel that they need to put it under a different monkey other than just Jurassic Park four. I think you know Jurassic It'll be Park three D. Oh god, three D is a heap of crap that no one wants. Um, anyway, look, I'm sorry. It, <laughs> even on my three DS, I turned the three D off because it just irritates me. Um, boy, you threw me out there, Kevin. <laughs> but you were just saying it was a, a heap of crap. With the way they come back with these movies and, and do that. You know, sometimes it works, and it works really well. I, but I think what they need to do is they need to take what they did with Jurassic Park 2, because it's not really called Jurassic Park 2. It's called Jurassic Park The Lost World. They need that subtitle, or they need to call it, like lack of you know any other term that I can think of, The Lost World based on Jurassic Park, or something like that. They Okay, Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Absolutely hate the title. Still don't really gel with the movie. I'm waiting for the next one. They better not disappoint me like they did in 2001. But, but uh, yeah, they, right, they so need I to got... separate the title. It can't be Jurassic Park 4. We can know it's Jurassic Park 4, but it can't be Jurassic Park 4. It, it's, it's, it's like the Star Trek... Reboot 2009. I call it Star Trek 2009 when it's really should just be called Star Trek because the original Star Trek movie is Star Trek the motion picture. You know, it's so when Star Trek 1, 2, 3, 4, you know, and then they had all their subtitles. But then to reboot it, they just went, hey, this is Star Trek. And then it's Star Trek Into Darkness. And that kind of works. But when they go Jurassic Park 4, I just go, oh, it's like Rocky 3000. You know, it's, it's yeah, like how many know, Rocky movies can they have? There, there's two things I want to, one I want to tell you and then one I want to ask you. I've never, ever, just out of pure, and I've done it on purpose, seen a Rocky movie. I love Rocky. I absolutely adore I Rocky. Can, Rocky is... I cannot stand the, th- can't oh. stand the thought of those movies. There's just something about it that just, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, but it's just... Do you, do you, okay, do, do you like boxing as, as no. a sport? See, I don't... I, I, I've i never partaken in boxing. I Personally, I don't even watch it when it's on TV. But I like watching The Underdog. I, I like a film or a story where the underdog comes up and, and gets the better of the champ. And that is what Rocky's about. It, it's about a, a rags-to-Richards lifestyle. It's about aiming for something and achieving it. It's very inspirational. And I I must say, I absolutely adore the Rocky series. It's just one of those movie series that I can sit down and watch at any time. Uh, yes, 
when they got to four and five, it got a little bit wishy-washy. But certainly the first three movies are brilliant. And if you've got to see one movie just to see whether or not you like it, check out the original, the very first Rocky movie. You'd be hooked, Kevin. Trust me. You, you have to do I, it. I don't know, Mike. I, I, I have a love-hate-hate relationship with Sylvester Stallone. I don't mind him in the Cold Blood movie, or no, one of the movies, the ones where he's the Vietnam vet. Not cold blood. Um, oh crap! The one where he's a Vietnam veteran. He's in the United States, and he takes on half the half of a state, and he kills the people. You know, I he's can't a remember show. that one. Is it cold blood? I can't remember the name of that movie. God, that's going to screw me up. Anyway, I, I like those movies. Okay, um, they're all right. But I, yeah, I'm not a Sylvester Stallone fan, so that's part of the problem. Ah, so I sort of am. I mean, I, I'm not sure of the movie you're referring to because I haven't seen every film he's in. But if he's in a film, it's like De Niro, Pacino, Stallone, Schwarzenegger. You know, I, I, I watch them. There's some actors that that I watch for, and I and I go towards, uh, even though, you know, some of their films aren't that great anymore, unfortunately. So. Yeah, I, wait a minute, I'm going to have to look now to see what the the cold-hearted... What is that movie? Um, i tell you what, it was good in Daybreak. That's the one where there's a, a chemical explosion in a tunnel underwater, underground. Um, in, I, I think it was New York, in the New York tunnels, something like that. And because we've got tunnels that go under the, the ocean in, in Sydney as well here, uh, that, that kind of ruins home. Well, yeah, what happened if... You know, there was a big explosion and we were trapped and, and so forth. So that was a good movie. Yeah, I, I'm looking here. I'm trying to find it. Where is this movie at? But seriously, check out Rocky. you you got to, even if you're pirated, I don't want to say do that, but it, it's worth it. Great, get me arrested. First Blood. First Blood. That's First the name blood. of the movie. No, yes. Yeah, I, I think I've seen that. That's an old movie, though, isn't it? It's 1980s. Oh, yeah. 82. Yeah. See, that movie, I can understand then why you wouldn't necessarily like Stallone because, you know, he's... But I like that movie. Oh, I, that's the only boy. Okay, ever... that's interesting. So you actually like that movie even though you dislike Stallone. I like that. I like that movie. I like the... Um, oh, what was the one he did with uh, Tango and Cash? Um, See, I didn't Kurt like Russell. Tango he... and Cash too much. Okay, I've got a love-hate relationship with Kurt Russell. Some things he's been in is absolutely brilliant. And other things are like, oh, really? Black Dog was a great Kurt Russell movie. Got to see that one. But, of course, he introduced the world to Stargate, too. So, I, I don't know. Are you a Stargate fan, Kevin? Because I'm a big Stargate fan. If I wasn't such a Star I, Trek fan, I'd be more a Stargate fan. It, it's I love everything about it. I like Stargate. I haven't had a chance to get as deep into the series as I would like to, because it it, it, it the time it's it came involved. on, but it's but it's also um, about the time I think it had premiered around not long before we had kids. Mm-hmm. So, so you so, know, I so, so you were off doing better things, Kevin. Yeah, I I, 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 I got to tell you, I did this. I I had the same thing when I was when I was wowing Gretel. Uh, you know, I don't wow that much anymore, but <laughs> when I was, uh, you know, the, the TV watching, film watching kind of went out the window. There's, there's like four to five years of where, if I look at the content that was produced, I go, what was I doing? 
Oh, that's right. I was making a family. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, there's a picture that everybody wanted in their head. Mark making a family. Absolutely. Uh, and on, on that but, note, we should leave them no, no. with that. Oh, not yet. Oh, there's more. No, no. I want to ask you a question. We were talking about series. Now, yes. I have to talk about one of my favorite series, and it's always a topic of debate here in this house. Indiana Jones series. The original. Two, they've done four of them now. Yes. There's only one of them that I don't really like. And that's the last one that was done, yes? No. You actually like the latest one. <clears throat> you know what? I love the idea of Indiana Jones. But Harrison Ford is getting a little bit too old to make it come off blue. He's almost... He's 70 years old. <laughs> but you can't run... Outrun a boulder anymore, Kevin. That's... The- <laughs> Why not? No, I agree. I mean, he is getting he is getting past it, and um, I, look, I don't I, I don't want to see them bring out a, another Indiana Jones film with Harrison Ford being in a scene where he's actually going somewhere and doing something, being being something like okay, a curator of a, a museum and then sending other people out, cool, or, or something like that. That would work well, but going and, and being the guy out there with the whip and the hat, no, it just yeah. it gets old after a while. But I, I, look, I've got to say, I don't mind the Indiana Jones series, but I much prefer the Lego Indiana Jones uh, games. Um, it, it's it's just fun. I, you know, there's nothing better than cracking the whip. Yeah, the only one of the movies that I didn't really enjoy was the second one. The one where they go and that guy pulls the heart out of people. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, geez. Remember he, that's where he meets the little, little Asian kid and they go. Oh, I can't remember the name of that one. It's been a long time since I've seen them. I I actually don't even own the Indiana Jones uh, films. I I should. I, I feel ashamed that I don't, but, uh. Well, you know, a movie... There, All right, so one last thing then before we let the listeners go, and they're probably, if they haven't already jumped out of the tree or the car or whatever it is, um, is the seri- the uh, uh, National Treasure series with Nicholas Cage. I love that series. That series is absolutely awesome. That trumps, in my opinion, Indiana Jones, because it just works well. Thank God Nicholas Cage did a good movie. Um, and... <laughs> Let's put, I'm, wait, I'm dying I, for the I, third one. So am I. I look. I I like Nicolas Cage as an actor. I think he's a very good actor. I've enjoyed him in many movies over the years. But the National Treasure series, wow, that is just an impressive series. I absolutely love it. I just, I, I, I I'm the same as you, Kevin. I want to see the third one, and I want it now. I don't want to wait. I want to know what's on page forty-two of the President's book. Yes. Damn it! I want to know. I know. You know what's stupid is that you come out of that movie and it's done so well. We know it's fiction, but it's done so well that you think that that's reality. So it's believable enough that it could be deemed to be reality. And I like a story that's so well written and so well put together that you actually leave it thinking, that's possible. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that that that's the way it is, and then yeah, no, that, and then you've got to think. Is, oh, hold on, no, it's it's not. It's, it's fiction. Yeah, no, that's that that's why it it is a good series. It's a very good series. I really hope they continue to explore it. Um, 
And, you know, these are good examples of when we think things did work, whether it's a television spinoff or whether it's a movie series or serial event of movies. And it's going to be different for everyone. And we, we must not forget the main motivation behind the entertainment industry in making all of these. Oh, making money. That's right. As long as they're making money, they're going to keep going. You know, there's been some brilliant movies over the years that, you know, have just literally flopped. You know, they've flopped at the box office. They've even lost money. But I watch them and it's like, wow. Or it's a cult classic. And they just never continue it on. And you just wish that someone would sort of reboot it or do something with it. Because it really is a good series. It's just that maybe at that point in time when it was released and, and produced, it wasn't what people wanted. But maybe today it is. I don't think, if we go back to the original topic that started this whole discussion today, the Avengers, I don't think we could have had an Avengers movie back in the late 90s. I don't think it would have worked. I think there's a time and a place for everything, and just because it didn't work at a certain time doesn't mean that it should be disregarded. If we look at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the the 1989-1990 movie was a a good movie. Kevin, I like it. Anyway, so, it, you know, it, it, for me, it's a good movie anyway. And so if you look at that, but it, it couldn't be done now. It would be, you know, they did that CGI version in, I think, 2007. And, okay, it was adequate, but it wasn't very good. But see, the difference is you grew up. You're of the generation that grew up, or, or you're at least a young man, a young, uh, watching that show. Yes, I, I was well into my 30s, I guess, about the time that show came on. And I, I, it just, it was like nails on a chalkboard to me. So let, let me ask you, Kevin, do you get into any new franchises that are out? Okay, say, for instance, uh, Transformers Prime. So it, it's Transformers rebooted again. And I, I love Transformers, every single version of it. But this one I'm really enjoying, and it's just the latest release. They started in 2010, so I'm enjoying that. But do you actually pick up new animated stuff and watch it, or are you uh, taking your love for for, uh, animation and your love for superheroes from what you were exposed to as a younger man? Or or do you actively seek it out? I, I don't actively seek it, but I will discover new animated series that I like. I'm currently enjoying my son and actually my wife and my oldest daughter um, all enjoy watching Lego Ninjago. I don't oh, know yes. if you've seen Yeah, I've seen that. some of that and, and, and we've got some of that. Yeah, we've got some and I, I enjoy that. There are some new animations I watch. I still watch SpongeBob. You know, make fun of me if you want. I See, like I can't, SpongeBob. I can't stand SpongeBob. But and I do watch the new Looney Tunes, but of course that's harkening no. back to when I was a kid, the old Looney Tunes. I I, I couldn't watch that. So, so um, um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I I won't say I don't discover new stuff, but I don't seek it out, you know, as much as I once did. I mean, I guess you know this this is going to sound so shallow and so superficial. My life is so full of so many other things. I have my <laughs> my wonderful relationships with my friends all across the world that I spend much more time on than I do. Well, I, you I, know, I'll that. tell you what, Kevin. Next week, we could always have the week off and, and let Mike do the show with me. I'll let you have it off. And, and then in that time that you'd normally waste talking to me, 
you could check out the original Rocky movie. No. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I tell you what, I might consider it if you'll watch a movie for me first. Not Honey Boo Boo. No, no, they haven't come out. That's not for two years that the movie comes out. Uh, anyway, please tell me that's not going to come out to be a movie. Jeez. We- oh. Honestly, how do people, people, normal people, the production team and that, how do they stand behind the cameras and do the editing of this stupid show? I just oh, oh, there was a there was a, a behind the scenes thing that we watched about Honey Boo Boo, and there was the mother was talking to one of the 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 production crew, and the production crew said, "Just get me the hell out of here." She literally <laughs> just said, "Get me the hell out of here." <laughs> I was like, okay, that tells you a lot right there. It does. So, so what what did you want me to watch, though? And I'll, I'll let you know whether or not I'm interested. The movie Deliverance. Deliverance. Okay. I think you've mentioned a, it to me before, but I... Um, oh, actually, hold old, on a sec. Is, is that the one with... Um, Burt Reynolds, yes. John Voight. Uh, Ned Beatty and I cannot think of the fourth main character's name. Didn't didn't I watch that trailer a while back because you suggested it and I said, wow, that is violently insane and and abusive and this and that and something else? I I can't remember if you did or not. I'm I'm pretty sure I looked at it on iTunes and I went, wow, this is really extreme. It's an R-rated film though, isn't it? Or an X-rated film. Yeah, I believe it is R-rated. It's it's uh, no, it's R-rated. I think. I I think I remember saying it was it was either you or Timothy Chatton who brought it to my attention, and I think it was you though, Kevin. And um, yeah. So I mean, look, I I'll, I'll I'll see, but a movie like that, I've really got to watch with headphones on, and and that's that's when I uh, watch it on the computer so that the kids can't see it. So. I, I, tell you, I tell you what, maybe what I'll do for you, the video's breaking up. There we go. Poor Kevin, he, he can't see me properly. Kevin, maybe what I'll do is I might even, I've got to get some more credit on my US iTunes account, but maybe I'll gift you uh, the original Rocky movie as a gift. I'll watch it then. There we go. <laughs> Problem solved. Well, Kevin, Did you hear me? I heard you fine. You, Kevin obviously can't hear me, which is oh, good, okay. because then I can say anything about him I like. Uh, anyway. No, I can hear you. It's the video that breaks up. Oh, so I kind of look disjointed. Anyway. You look you look all pixelated. pixelated. Well, you know what? That's a hell of a lot better than seeing me crystal clear, I can assure you of that. I look better in pixels than I do in uh, in real life, and Griddle will tell you that for sure. Now, uh, <laughs> Kevin, let's uh, stop abusing the listeners' eardrums, even though we love doing it each and every week. We'll give them a bit of a break so that they come back next week. Where can you be found until then? Between now and then, if you want to look me up, you can always find me on Twitter and app.net. I'm trying to be over there more. I use the same handle both places, B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or if you go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, you can find links to everything else, including my Google Plus and everything there. So just head on over. Fantastic. And for anything relating to me, simply head across to markgreentree.com. Well, thank you for listening and putting up with us yet again. Until next week, take care. And don't forget, between now and next week, to hug a geek. Hello people, my name is Peter Bird and I am the host of the Deeper Look podcast. 
The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives or the things they're interested in or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically, we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn. If that appeals to you or you like that idea or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network.